Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. Join us as we go behind the limelight. Man, when he when he becomes a father, he knows that he has got to bring home that woolly mammoth now for his family. Nick's, by the way, he's expecting his first with his with his wife. So he's, uh, um, he's, he's, he's trying asking, to give a bit yeah, of a personal yeah. advice yeah. here. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get some tips as to what's going to happen. That's what got a notepad, mate. I'm taking notes. So cat's out of the bag. All right. So everything. I've got so much more purpose in my days when I wake up in the morning and go to bed. There's so much more purpose in my life now. Yeah, knowing yeah. I'm about to provide for an extra one. Benny's got two. I'd love to know your mindset in regards to how you approach your football now. Yeah. In the past, people have said, he's got a little girl coming, that might, might soften him up. What's your headspace been like since becoming a father and your approach to the game now? I think um, one of the biggest things was my, you know, my pre-game ritual. It used to really stay the same. I wasn't like, superstitious or anything like that, but I always used to you know, more or less have the rough setting me or a good night's sleep the night before and you know in the morning I'd like to relax and have my breakfast stuff like that and the kid is just so. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore <laughs> so, the first thing I'd write down so, forget doing was, anything for yourself yeah, yep, our, that's we we um we had the baby uh, we had George um, I think it was before the Manly game uh, and I, th- I think I had five hours sleep and we went and I played I played alright and we won and ever since then I just thought you know everything else is just in your mind which Manly game was that? Uh, it was was at home G- right? yeah. and the one where Junior bumped Jamie Bure into yeah. the next hemisphere in 2016 in around 2016 yeah. yeah so we had Manly at home so George was George was born like the night before so ever ever since then I just thought you know if whatever happens just get on with it be a bit mentally tougher and just, just get through your day so uh, we tend to spend a lot of time with people that didn't have kids whereas now we've got kids when people say do you want to go for dinner it's like 7, 8 o'clock yeah no it's 5 o'clock <laughs> just like yeah it's not really going to happen so you you tend to find yourself spending probably more time with people that have got kids so it kind of changes your circles a little bit but in terms of you know foot is a bit different we're all around here every day together so you get a lot of time with the boys still but in terms of like their partners and their families you tend to more keep with the people who've got kids because it's a bit more relatable so it's it's tough to manage um, sort of outside of footy just making sure you're still interacting with everybody else and that can you give us your best dad Jack? dad oh I've got a few (laughs) (laughs) I've got one um, let me just take the the bad language out of it. <laughs> now two monkeys are in the bath, and one goes ooh 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 ooh, and the one goes, "We'll put some cold in then." Oh well, mate. Um, look, all we can say to you is, you know, keep doing what you're doing because you're doing an awesome job getting yourself back on the field. You, you're a great role model for the club off the field as well, part of the Club 82 leadership group. All the best for the rest of the rehab, and look, we want to see you back on the field as soon as we can. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ojo. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Uh, making his Raiders debut this weekend, Charlie Gubb, thanks for joining us. A round of applause. A round of applause. <laughs> must be, you must be excited. Uh, oh, sorry, Cher, for a start. Um, Any little hot spots that you like around there, the nation's capital so far, Charlie? Um, I don't mind the Labour Club. Seven dollars shoots a month. Have it at the Raiders clubs though, just quietly. But yeah, Pono, yeah, yeah, Western, yeah. Western's a good Gun one. Garland, the Mawson Club, Queanbeyan Leagues Club. Yep, <laughs> the Lakes as well. <laughs> no, not them. Not them. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're all, they're all top shelf. Um, Faux Hub, I live above that. Yeah. Oh, you're in Gun Garland around that way. I won't tell everyone where I live. But I live <laughs> <above> <laughs> Well, you come here, um, for those people that 
that don't know, and it's been mentioned a few times, your wife's actually a member of the New Zealand women's All Blacks team and also playing for the Brumbies here in the Super Rugby competition. What's it like to be the second best football player in the family? Yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah, I mean... Seriously, how is it? Do you talk much footy at home? Is it, is nah, it a conversation really. at dinner or not? Um, not really. I watch I watch a bit of footy. I love watching the NRL and the Super Rugby and that, but I try not to engage too much in that sort of conversation with my other half. How did you get the bug of rugby league? Yeah, um, my brother grew up playing soccer too. I grew up playing soccer too since I was about 14, 15. Um, my mum didn't really know what rugby league was, to be honest. She knew soccer, but she used to always come watch. And it was just my dad's family friend. He's like, his son was playing footy. He goes, you should try footy out. Gave me a footy ball. I started passing around the mates. I was like, oh, I really like this game. Ever since I played, since I was under sixes, I played soccer and soccer and league and then yeah I guess I just stuck with footy and gave up soccer I played a bit of union back in the day too union and league and then yeah I just loved league from Harold Matthews from up there just loved loved rugby league you've been in the Raiders system since you were I think what, probably 13 14 years old so I suppose um, you've always sort of had that aspiration to, to play for the Raiders what did it mean to you when you first ran on the field uh, wearing that green jersey in an NRL game Oh, yeah, it meant the world for me. It was a dream come true. I remember ever since I was about 16, 17, I was like, oh, NRL. I was like, I'd love to play that one day. That's my dream. A year ago? Yesterday. a long time ago. What, a year ago? Having said that, like, it's been such a whirlwind for you. Like, it's crazy that you've kept it all together. You know, your, your first grade debut. NRL is pretty hard. It's not, um, you've got to perform each week or someone else can take your spot. So there's no, you can't really relax here. You've got to keep working hard and and, yeah, keep improving each week. See, um, one thing I love about you is that you've, you've such, uh, from such a diverse cultural background, you've, you've got Turkish descent, you've also a proud Indigenous player. You, you're very proud of your culture. How, did, how do those two cultures sort of combine in life for you? Because they're, they're vastly different, but at the same time, both very important to you. Yeah, for sure. I think I'll probably embrace it. I haven't met too many people that come from my sort of background. I um, yeah, don't know what my parents are thinking, but... Um, yeah, I'm very proud of who I am. Um, make, it, make no mistake about that, you know. I'm a proud Turkish um, boy and I'm a proud the Indigenous man, so, um, yeah, I'm very proud of what I am now. Now, you two boys, we found out um, midway through the pre-season that, Nick, you actually spent a bit of time living with, with C's over the off-season. Um, tell us a bit about that and, you know, did he, did he take you to task? Were you made to wash up, make the beds, do the vacuuming, all that type of stuff? Oh, I didn't really live with him. I stayed with him, like, I think one night. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we hanged out a few times off-season. It was good. Went F45s, trained, got soy bowls after, yeah. protein shakes, had a Everything laugh. with Nick, if you're going to hang out with him, you have to go to the gym. <laughs> so if you're going to go to a cafe, that's a, be a gym within 100 metres proximity. So um, it's good, you know. It, it, I think when, you, when you're training for such a long time professionally, your body gets a bit sore and you get a bit older, but Nicky coming in, you know, he really gives you a lift. And um, even in the gym, he's always making us do um, weights, extras and things like that. And you can tell, you know, he's a prototype of what he puts yeah. in. So. Mate, there's no way a Serbian mum's going to let his son move out <laughs> before yeah. the age of 30. That's it, no way. Still got plenty of time to go there, mate. You'll be at home with the oldies. He'll have his own man shack there soon. Oh, gym in the bag, dumbbells. He's got all that. <laughs> Ping pong yeah. table. He's got all that. Both of you were quite good swimmers at younger ages. Yep. Who would win Me. a 100-metre freestyle race between you two? 
Absolutely no doubt in my mind it would be me. Do you ever still hold records, junior records or anything like that? Or is it... <laughs> did you did you hold records at some point? I, I think I've been told. Yeah, yeah. you like to win this one, don't you? Um, yeah, I, I, um, I still probably hold a few... <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to not sound like a buddy. Up myself. I'll probably still hold a few records around miles for swimming. Mm. Um, Wouldn't be hard. There's only about three people, yeah. though. <laughs> 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 the creek. <laughs> Go with, go with swim lanes down the dog with Greek. So what happens there? Like, it's always interesting to see a young kid growing up excelling at a number of sports. Rugby league, how, how did that kind of take hold? The place of swimming, a record breaker like yourself. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, in, it was funny. In, in miles, there's only pretty much swimming in the summer and then footy in the winter. There, you know, there wasn't you couldn't there wasn't cricket, there wasn't soccer. It was just just rugby league and swimming was about the only two things you could do. No pictures so, at miles either, right? Huh? <laughs> no, no, no pictures. Um, but yeah, so I'd literally swim six months of the year when the when the pool opened up and then, and then play footy the other six months when it was winter. And I, uh, um, you know, I always probably like footy a bit more, you know. Um, yeah, it always took a bit more after that. Then I moved down to Brisbane when I was 15 and, and swimming sort of went to the wayside a bit. But, um, you know, I've still got a bit of a soft spot with swimming and we do a bit of swimming every now and again during the pre-season. So it's nice to get back in the pool. And yourself, Boydie? No, mate. You I move through the water pretty good. I've got, got size right, 16 right, shoes on you. you got fair flippers on you. <laughs> yeah. He actually does get through it all right, actually, for a buddy 130 kilo. You were 130, come on, mate. <laughs> Jesus, you obviously under 29.5. <laughs> <laughs> at that age, you obviously still carried that weight, that, that kind of big pop forward weight, yeah? Well, not really. Case. I used to probably be leaner when I was young. I used to have Kobe centers and that as well. So, yeah, I was, um, used to run 100 and about, oh, whatever it was. It was pretty quick back in the day. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's something happened when I bloody put on some weight and went the other way then. Yeah, went to the front row and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> you actually the, the first try scorer for the club this year in the, in the Titans game. That cheeky little snippet out of dummy half. And oh, yeah. got, that would have been great for your confidence. You know, new club, new role. Yeah. To, to get a four-pointer early, that would have been great for your mindset, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's one of my strengths is my, um, my power through dummy half. And, you know, if I can really add that to the game and uh, to the team, uh, you know, it brings confidence in me. And then uh, the boys can probably build confidence around me too. So, I uh, you know there's always going to be... Um, room to improve and what we can do as a um, as a spine to you know lead the team through through the games and that but um you know something sticks been working on and we've been working on all preseason and you know there's chops and changes with halves and uh, hookers from the bench and whatever but um you know we just slowly building that combination and you know, hopefully we find the right one and you know, it's been working for the last two weeks so hopefully we can build more so Hodro's been working pretty closely with you guys as well Ada teaching you some stuff can you can you understand him yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah was accent. Um, I, I think one time I had to pull him up and be like oh do you mind just speaking more clearer? He's pretty cool and um, he's easy to learn off as well. You know, we're definitely working on our weaknesses there and uh, definitely looking forward to going up to uh, Townsville. What's it like um, when you've got to prepare against JT and Tamalolo? Plenty of tape, plenty of video. Is it, are you nervous? Are you excited? Like, what's the preparation like? And you've played with him, you know, at yeah. origin level, so you know. <laughs> oh, oh, look, it's, it's pretty hard to focus on yourself when, um, you know, if, uh, a future immortal is standing in front of you and JT is playing. And um, I think it's more, um, yeah, do your best and hope for the best, I think. What about Big Town Alolo? Yeah, I, yeah, he's Did pretty scary. Did you get a bit early that night before <laughs> when you play against him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, 
I will just try and come third man in. Are you blokes roomies on the away trips? <laughs> no, I'm with Sia. Sia with Sia. Who do you have? Who do you have? I'm moving around, eh? So I'm usually with Lockie. Who have you had so far? I've had, I'm have i usually with uh, Siliva, but yep. uh, on the weekend I was with Jack. Well, um, you're just 100% perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bothers this guy, man. Well, nothing will bother him, actually, because I don't think he has any rituals before games, but I always have things I stick to. Like, I have oh, to yeah? have ice cream after after dinner, late as well, like after night. That's a bit risky. <laughs> so, um, Especially if you're playing Tamalolo this week. That smell, where does that come from? What's... It just rhymes with L, so everyone just calls me Smelly L. And he stinks. <laughs> Rapper, yeah, she would like to show her, not me. Now, Rapper, you've um, officially changed your name from Rapana to Rapana. Was that a was that a bit of pressure from the family there to change that? No, I think it's just the commentators were on to me, asking me 24-7 all the time, should we change it? And I just honestly had enough as I was like, yeah, whatever, we'll just change it back to Rapana. Yeah, I did a Chrissy Coleman says Rapana and I say Rapana. Yeah, I, I you say personally Rapana? like Rapana. Yeah. It kind of rolls off the tongue. And it's Rapana. 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 Daryl Halligan, though, calls you Rapana. Yeah, the, the, they, Kiwi, yeah. the Kiwi commentators the Kiwi are all over it. Yeah, yeah, every name. Absolutely. Papali'i for Josh Papali. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not saying that anyway. <laughs> Obviously not eligible for Origin, and uh, his respect, uh, Origin being one of the biggest brands of uh, rugby league. When you get picked to play for respective countries, do you fire up even more saying in, against Australia to just kind of prove yourselves in that regard? Or is there an extra bit of a carrot? Be honest. I think, um, you know, playing against Australia, like for your country, is probably one of the best things you can do. You know, they've got a team full of class internationals and some of the best players in that squad. Um, so, yeah, definitely you want to um, turn up and prove a point. And, you know, the last year I would, we just pulled up short in the World Cup final against them, which was disappointing. But, you know, as a, in, uh, as a team, we're proving that he's laughing. Where did you finish? <laughs> <laughs> um, as a team, um, you know we're getting better, and um, hopefully we can keep kicking on and improving. Perhaps you obviously made the decision to play for the Kiwis. I saw you singing along to the Kiwi anthem uh, last weekend in the coverage on the Cowboys game. You, you, you've cemented your spot there at the moment. Are you proud Kiwi bo- now? He sung both. Proud Kiwi now? <laughs> yeah, look, always a proud Kiwi, mate. Um, very, very glad of the decision I made. And, um, yeah, like Elliot, it's, uh, you know, one of the be- uh, top levels um, to play at, and especially against Australia. Uh, look, it's very passionate and, and performing the haka and singing the anthem, things like that. It's it's, a, it's always something I've wanted to do as a kid. Try and make that side. Um, Any time that I can get a chance to play Smelly and smash him again. You know. <laughs> I remember Hodgie, I came up to get a photo of him too. And oh, like, yeah. like, like yeah, anyone, you don't like losing. Yeah, yeah, he just had... I had this photo of me and Elliot smiling and Hodgie with, 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 with the filthiest <laughs> look. That was a, a big goal for me to move out of New Zealand and uh, do uh, what I love. And thankfully, I got the opportunity and... Yeah, I've loved every uh, moment of it, especially down in Canberra. You know, I've um, really fit in well with the boys. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of living your dream. And uh, it's just got to get used to it sometimes because... Uh, getting up and training every morning uh, beats working at a chicken factory, what I used to do. So, yeah. You worked at a chicken factory? Yeah, what did so you do? What when did I you first do? came over for 20s. Um, Is that for Teagle? Or Stingham? Nah, um, Ingham's. Ingham's, <laughs> Ingham's in, oh, um, in Newcastle. So I, I worked for nuggets. them. And, uh, what were you doing? Uh, you? Like they were sitting down. They were sitting down like leg, leg, um, leg, leg chickens, and you've got to cut all the bones out and just put it up and then 
uh, they're just assessing boning chicken legs. Yeah, yeah, so just cutting bones out Careful. of chicken. <laughs> 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 I see what's it. It's a big, big step from uh, that to professional sport. Is there times there you're in the chicken factory, away from New Zealand, thinking? What am I doing here? Definitely, um, I was um, not not dreading life, but I was just like, oh, I, I was I was nearly over it. Um, you know, um, training before work, then going to work, then training after the twenties, and then not enjoying your work you're doing at the chicken farm. But uh, it all paid off at the end. And so when you when you're defending your line, you're down by you're in front by two points. You got to make that extra tackle to to make sure the team survives. You think, oh. I don't got to make this tackle otherwise it's back to the chicken, <laughs> yeah, chicken what's that what's that what boy we chicken yeah, 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 yeah. but having said that that's what makes you so grateful today that you're playing first grade rugby league and you're there and you're living the dream man like a lot of us you know try to play and we didn't get there but you know you're living the dream and you don't have to be doing counting the chickens yeah. <laughs> speaking of back home the boys have dobbed you in They've a couple of them coming here have said that you're fortnight obsessed so I reckon your training fortnight back, training back fortnight. to training fortnight. Maybe a game here and there. Nah, back yeah, to fortnight. fortnight. <laughs> ben, brush your teeth. Back to fortnight. And then you finally say goodnight. Uh, yeah, I try I try to get on the game as much as I can. Um Mostly when the missus at uni or something. <laughs> she, does, she doesn't like the game. So. He's, he's playing some good footy, so play as much Fortnite as you want. 100%. Get, you, you must get be, on Fortnite. What's it like when the boys kind of address the team of a morning announcing that they're moving on is it it's probably emotional and sad and everyone's different uh Jones was quite um you know he's, he's really hit home a bit with all the boys and it was you know it was very Jones is a very uh, well-spoken guy he um told the boys all on the bus we're on our way down to a game and when we we pulled over he let us all know and um Big Boydie got up there last week and uh, the boys were holding back the laughs just because Boydie's, you know what he's like. He's, he's not a public he's, speaker, He's not a public he? speaker. No. <laughs> he, um, yeah, he didn't give us much and the boys just had a bit of a laugh, but that's that's exactly what you expect from Boydie as well. So yeah. I suppose one thing you will miss is your easy beat in, in, the, in the cars. Been, because you, you, you probably, he pays me rent. I was going to say, he pretty much <laughs> gives you cash every week because yeah. you, you smoke him in the in the Euchre games on the bus. So you have to find another whipping boy. I don't have to find another easy beat. He, Bordy's been paying me rent to my house for years. <laughs> it was him and Vaughn and now it's him and Beto and me and Sammy just sit back and lick our lips every time they come with a deck of cards. You're quite busy off the field with some business ventures. Um, yeah, over there, you know, they've got the pizzeria out there in Goulburn. Speaking of the menu, so I've got a couple of ideas for you, mate, right for the menu heavy, over there heavy. with the new rebrand. And I've covered pizza, healthy and dessert. Beautiful. So for your pizza, you've got the Royal Rapana. <laughs> That's uh, full of chicken. You've got the, the teriyaki tarpani. <laughs> I'm going to have flat out keeping these boys out of the pizza. We've got the, the buy the sea basket. Buy the sea <laughs> If that's not your poison, the healthy the healthy menu oh, is, what is gonna be? the BJ BLT. No, you don't need healthy. The Aiden Caesar salad. The Caesar salad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it had to be. Had to be yep. given. You've got the papa pie with cottage cheese. <laughs> cottage cheese. <laughs> and for dessert, sticky day pudding. <laughs> A couple of morals there too. Surely, there? I might take that surely the Shannon Boyd just gets the meat lovers. It's just called <laughs> Shannon Boyd. Meat, meat deluxe. It's just called the Boyd. The Boyd. The Boyd. The Boyd. The Boyd. The Boyd. The Boyd.